Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ran. We booked it. Today, I sound normal. <laughs> Rose came back into town. This won't happen again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get, we'll to, keep trying. Getting to record in person for the first time in a long time. I so. know. But remember when I kept bugging you on Instagram for questions? Today we answer them. Yes, and... Before we get started, make sure to follow our Instagram at we booked it for updates. Um, and other times we ask when we need questions, you want answers. So. I mean, it's the New Year's. Um, hopefully, I put out a thing asking what anyone else, if anyone else has any book goals. Yeah, because I want to do that. So yeah, be fun. So we start off with the biggest question, the most serious question we've ever been asked. Why did you start your podcast, or what made you start the podcast? Um, you want me to answer? Yeah. <laughs> we we just really wanted to talk about books, bookish things, all things related to books. Um, and we really, really, we just wanted to rant to other people <laughs> who we felt understood us. Like, even if we don't read the same book, we can both relate to each other mm -hmm. and then starting the podcast we can find other people who aren't um necessarily in, um in the vicinity i don't know just like reach people who um want to who we can relate with over books i guess yeah you you're the person who made this more of a reality reality yeah. than i did because i was just like because i i've talked to like for for example, your sister, I've talked to your sister, and we're like, oh, we could make a fun podcast about music because we've yeah. got like the variety of music yeah. taste. And I was like, oh, yeah, but like that's as far as that conversation went. It was just kind of like, oh, this would be fun if we ever had the time or motivation or no, 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 no. So, like, when you were like, oh, a book podcast, I was like, oh, yeah, I thought that'd be the same thing. But then you're like, let's actually do this. And I was like, oh, yeah, my goodness. And let's make it a reality. <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of uh, learning along the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then the next question is, what's your favorite book that falls outside your usual genre? So my usual genre is fantasy fiction. But I love Brain on Fire, which is a nonfiction book. I think it's written so wonderfully. Like... Mm -hmm. The first part of the book is, like, it's, like, a normal book, but, like, the author is kind of, like, talking to you because, like, this is a biography of what she went through with her uh, autoimmune disease. And then, like, the second part's probably my favorite because she, there's, like, a break and she's, like, this is the next part. I have no recollection of this. Mm. Anything I can recall wasn't real. Oh, Yeah. And this is just from her digging and finding anything she could about this time. And it's just so cool. And, like, I watched the movie before I got the book. And, like, the book talks more about her recovery than the movie mm. shows. And it was so good to read her recovery. My favorite book that falls outside my usual genre is a nonfiction book as well, which is Man's Search for Meaning. I really like that book. Have you finished it yet? Yeah, I've read it twice. Oh. 
But yeah, Man's Search for Meaning is a nonfiction book and it's set during World War II and it's about Victor Frankl and how he not really, um, the, he doesn't really go into details about how he survived um, the camps <laughs> and that experience, but he does talk a little bit about that and how um, when people lost their hope, those were the people who ended up dying first. And it helped me through time in my life. But my usual genre is like contemporary romance. <laughs> <laughs> like young adult. Or I think um, like the fantasy sci-fi. So this is a much more serious book that I really enjoyed. Uh, how do you decide to read? Or how do you decide what to read? What to read? That usually depends on, because I listen to audiobooks and I go through the Libby app, it really depends on what Libby gives me first. And it's like any other library um, where you like reserve a book. Sometimes you put it on hold and then you have to wait a few weeks. And there's always a point where five books will be ready at one time. Oh, <laughs> and no. I have to be like, which one do I read first? And then at that point, I decide, like, what is the one that I'm most excited to listen to? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a bit of a smaller, like, what I like to read and what mm -hmm. I'm interested in. So, like, uh, I either, like, look for when the authors I like release things. Uh, like... I can look up like when Shannon Messenger releasing her next book or when is Lori Forrest coming out with the next Black Witch book because she's been moved twice now. Yeah. <laughs> um, or like I'm very well acquainted with my Barnes and Noble yeah. <laughs> right down the street from me. So I just go to the young adult section and peruse the fantasy mm. fiction portion and ignore all the others because they're more realistic and contemporary. And I'm like, I want this. Yeah. And uh, I will look for ones for covers that uh, draw my eye, and then I'll read the blurb. And if I'm like, oh, okay, I'll put it back. <laughs> Fair enough. If you're not excited about it, Fair don't really want to get into it. So, what is your favorite genre, which we kind of already went over? Yes. And how did you get started reading that genre? Oh, oh, that's. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> I guess I started that off. Oops. Um, oh, goodness. Well, I didn't start liking... I didn't start to like reading until I was in, like, first grade. I hated reading in kindergarten. Um, and then first grade, I found a book I liked. I think it was, like, a lot... I think it may have been Geronimo Stilton. If you don't know what Geronimo Stilton is, look it up. It's the best. Um, so I, I didn't start reading those books, though. I started reading, like, single books. Mm. Like, not series books um, that were more fantasy-driven and fiction. And then, like, I got into books. I got into a phase where I was like, the bigger the book, the better. Because mm -hmm. everyone in my class was like, you're the one who reads. And I'm like, yes, go away. Um, 
And I found Shannon Messenger in her series, and I was like, and I also had a habit back then of not checking what number in a series the book was, and I'd mm. often buy the second book. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, we have to go back. So I guess like Shannon Messenger, Barnes and Noble. <laughs> I just figured out where the sections I liked were, and then I was like, I'll just find every book I like from here. All right. I think, so like I said, my favorite genre is contemporary romance. But I also like the more science fiction mixed with fantasy as well. And I think that's because when I first started getting into reading, dystopians were my favorite. Because I I really liked worlds that were wrecked (laughs) and falling (laughs) apart. Um, but had really good, strong characters. And I think going through my reading journey, it just like naturally developed into. And then I guess I always like romance in a book. It doesn't have to be the main part of the book. I've always just liked romance. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I do like a little bit of romance in my fantasy. But like not too much. Yeah. Well, I don't want to quite focus on that. I want to save the world first. Yeah. That's what I was like. Like, it feels more satisfying for the relationship if they get their main goal done, Mm. which is not dying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Be done, Katniss. The goal is literally not to die. (laughs) Their main goal isn't, you know, their romantic feelings. It is whatever is before them, like, plot-wise. Yes. So here's one. If you're going to write a book, what would you write about? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> you wrote this down. I have to go off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm kind of dipping my toes back into writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of writing to process some past events in my life and help me think about it and let it go ultimately so i, I could I, never <laughs> i could that's never that's the goal anyway um and i've written several like first drafts and had several ideas i could before. never <laughs> but i don't know this is a hard question because it changes with each phase of my life so i'm sure it does for everyone though yeah i guess right now to truly answer the question, it would be about past trauma that I went through and helping me cope. <laughs> so, <laughs> Once again, are you doing this in like a fantasy fiction kind of way? Because that's the only way I could do that. Like I'm not, I am not addressing things up and close and personal like that. <laughs> um, it would not be... I've started writing it a little bit already, and it's not fantasy so far. It is more, like, contemporary. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I would read it. I just could never do it. (laughs) Hey, that's why um, we're we're so complimentary. I'll write what you want, and you'll write what I want. (laughs) This is true. We bring diversity to the world. We do. We just have to actually (laughs) publish the books and finish writing them. If I were going to write, I would actually finish something I've been working on. A while back, I got into, like, 
a writing fix for a few days and mm-hmm. I wrote like a whole chapter in like one night. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, look at me. <laughs> um and then I started working on the seventh chapter and I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> but um it's the current like work in progress I have going on. Well it's not the most current. It's the second most current. <laughs> but it was the idea of like the world it's a fantasy fiction of course, but like the world each went each part uh, each country within this continent like went into like pure lockdown. Not because of a like plague or anything. <laughs> yeah, not not because of that. Because there was like wars and everyone's like, maybe we should just go to our own little corners for now, basically. <laughs> so that's what they did for like hundreds of years. Oh. Um, the only thing is like that kind of hurt some countries more than others who uh, needed help mm. <laughs> and were cut off from other people because um, like I had like dead zones where like you, you don't really go through them and they can't, nothing can really like grow there or anything like that so it's useless. So like I have like people who are part of like a rebellion who are like we want to get the world out of isolation. So currently they're in the one country that was like suggested it and was like, like really did it like better than the others. Like they're an overachiever mm-hmm. about this. And I think it's really interesting. I like writing it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's cool. It's a really unique idea. I always like, I always really like the idea in my mind. Cause like, the king of that country isn't even the bad guy. It's just the ideology of mm-hmm. continue to remain separate. Yeah. Because in my mind, I have a whole scene where the main character goes up and it's like, you need to open the borders. And he's like, that's for like the next person to do. And they're like, if you don't do it, no one's going to. Yeah. I like that. That's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just, that's a lot farther along the book. And I don't really have that scene right now. But it's mm-hmm. in my mind. So that's what I would like to write about. Because okay. I want to finish that. Yeah. Um, which author that you read would you love to meet at a book signing? Um, oh, goodness. Okay. Honestly. Oh, goodness. I know. There's like three off the top of my mind where I'm like, let me meet Holly Black or yes. Lori Forrest or Shannon Messenger. Like, I feel like Shannon Messenger would be, like, she just feels so nice and welcoming because, mm-hmm. like, I've seen her Instagram and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, look at her. I want to give her a hug and just thank her. And, like, I want to be like, Lori Forrest, you, like, are a terrible person, but I love you. It's like, <laughs> you rip my heart out and tear it to shreds every time. <laughs> and yet you still make me come back for more. Yeah. <laughs> and then Holly Black is just like, oh, my gosh, it's Holly what about you, Rose? Uh, Marissa Meyer. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> no hesitation. Number one would be Marissa Meyer. Um, who else would I like to meet? Let's say we get to meet three. So I'd be, I get to meet all three. Yeah, you would get to meet all three of yours. Bro. Marissa Meyer. Uh, can't think of anyone else. Cassandra Clare? Honestly, yeah. I would love to meet her and be like, how? To meet the legend herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then who else though? What was it? I think Rainbow Rowell would be, she would be really interesting to me, I think. And then I'd be like, why, why are all your books so sad? Who hurt you? <laughs> Those would be my three. Uh, this was a really interesting question. And I had like, I have like two answers. Cause I'm like, this one would be easy. And like, it would be hard to mess up. But the other mm. one's like, I want to see you try real hard. Yeah. Anyway, um, what book that you've read would you love to see as a movie? Oh my gosh. Oh man. I would love to see so many. I want to open this up to slash show because a show can yeah. be done much better than a movie this trying to fit true. an entire plot yeah. into two hours. I think there's a hole in my sock. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I originally wrote the Lunar Chronicles and I think that would be really good as a show. Mm-hmm. If they did like each season is each book. Like, maybe one to two seasons per book, I think, would be really cool. I would, I think, anything written by Marissa Meyer. Like, her, uh, I know, her instant karma book would be really good as just, like, a rom-com movie. And her trilogy, like, The Renegades, that would be really good as a series of movies or a TV show, I think, where they all have, like, their superpowers. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, so, first off, uh, movies are hard to make into books because you're trying to fit an entire arc into two yeah. hours when it's not going to work unless it's written. <laughs> but um, for a movie, um, Song of the Deep, I feel would be pretty easy. It's kind of contemporary. It's like realistic but like also fantasy fiction because it takes place in like kind of today's world but like in an island and sirens are real Ooh, <laughs> i know I um and it needs to be done in an la noir style okay <laughs> when i read this book it's the most peculiar thing when i read this book i was like everything is in black and white it's constantly raining there's no sun it's just cloudy they're on an <laughs> island in the middle of the nowhere there's fog you can't see anything beyond the fog in the horizon and it's la noir style <laughs> i have never had that happen with anything in my life but yeah. i'm like this is yeah. this is how it was meant i was like i'm reading la noir mm-hmm. and that's crazy to me yeah. i was like what the heck but i feel like this could be easy to do it's short um there's not a lot of buildup. Uh, mm-hmm. The book did fall a little bit short on building up to the main climax. Yeah. Uh, but it was still really good. And I'd like to see it as long as it's done exactly to my specifications. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for a harder one, um, if you really, really want to make it into a movie, you can. But a show might do just a little bit better. Uh, the Effigy series. Because I feel like you'd have to go real hard on the special effects for this. Mm. And I want to see him try and make it look fantastic. What? Yes. I want it to look so realistic (laughs) that I can't even tell it's CG. (laughs) And it's, it would be really hard. Mm -hmm. um, Because like, 
there's a lot of action in these books. Like, when there's action, there's, like, fire. There's buildings falling <laughs> down. There are people screaming Absolute and dying. chaos. Exactly. And if you can't create that perfectly, I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want to see it. It's just, like, uh, Six of Crows. Because mm-hmm. it's called Shadow of Bone um, on Netflix. But, like, the show is... Um, from from a person from the perspective of someone who's only read the Six of Crows duology, it's a chef's kiss. <laughs> it is magnificent, and I feel like Netflix knows if they make one wrong step, the entire fandom will maul them. Mm-hmm. So they're treading lightly as they should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that's like what every book turned into a movie or show needs to be like. Mm-hmm. Like you need to consider. You may be dead if you don't do it right. Yeah. <laughs> Your life is on the line. Exactly. <laughs> this is a good one. What theme is overused in book plots? <laughs> a love triangle. Yeah. <laughs> um, the girl has to travel uh, slash be near the boy she doesn't like but ends up being the love interest. I'm guilty though. I'm using this exact thing in, my, in one of my current yeah. things. Um, definitely the love triangle. Anytime it's used, it's too much. I feel like it really sort of, like, I feel like Hunger Games kind of picked it up and made it a thing, and then everyone's just like, no. But they just kept doing it. Mm -hmm. But, like, the second one, like, the girl has to travel, has to be near the boy, doesn't like, and end up together. Um, (laughs) that one is even more overused than a love triangle. Mm Mm-hmm. However, I like it more. <laughs> like love, uh, hate. Like hate to love. Like enemies to lovers. Enemies. Kind I was like, of I like. I know there's an official name. Why isn't? Or like just like name. dislike to like yeah. love because like you don't have enemies to be quite to enemies. Enemies to lovers is like a fine line unless you're Cardin and June. I don't <laughs> accept it. Um, yeah. But as much as I don't. Like, I'd like, I don't like it because, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, this book looks interesting. And I look at the blurb and I'm like, I've read it 12 times with just different variations mm-hmm. from other books. So I put the book back. Right. So, like, it's way more overused than a love triangle. But it also, I way prefer this any day mm-hmm. <laughs> over a love triangle. Yeah, I thought of girl or person, you know, whoever the main character is. They... Magically find out that they have powers. Oh. And then this, like, next step is they magically master their powers and they don't have to put any work into it. You've attacked every fantasy book. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I think it can be really well done. And you brought up that one example of, like, they talk about how she basically has aimbot. She gets aimbot! Exactly. In That's well done. And it justifies why she's so good. And she doesn't actually know that she has the power until book two. Right. It takes so, two full books. Two wonderful books. Before they're like, oh shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I am the chosen one of the prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> the chosen one is a big thing. What yeah. is your least favorite plot in a book to read? Like, overarching? Like, we won't read this book if it has this kind of plot? Or, like... It's a great question. Right, <laughs> let's take it and run with it. Oh! Take it and run with it. Got Let it. Let me savor it. I, 
could also see like least favorite elements in a book. I mean, like my first thought is like love triangle. Yeah. I'm just gonna go any kind of plot overall or sub. Yeah, love triangle is a good one. When it's like miscommunication, the miscommunication trope. Oh my god, yes, that hurts every time. Like the Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. Oh my gosh. They deserved it. (laughs) (laughs) You guys were 12 or something (laughs) along those lines. They were like 18 and 15. Really? I'm sure like... Much, much younger. No, I think modern, it's supposed to be like 14 and 16 or along Mm -hmm. those lines. But I feel like back when Shakespeare wrote it, like when women got married as children and to adults... I'm sorry, but even though, okay, so 14 and 16, I'm going to get stuck on this. That's two years difference. But when you are 14. You're so much different than when you're 16. And yes, there's like, it feels like child versus almost an adult. Like you're just, I don't like it's it. It's like the difference. I can't imagine. It's like the difference in ability between one and two. Yes. They're a year apart, but the amount of growth that happens yeah. is insane it's, yes yeah i would say when the characters are young is like, yes i was just about to good. say that when i can read books with young characters that's not the issue it's the young characters in romantic relationships it's the young characters who like or like when adults are supposed to be useless and i know that makes it so they like the main characters need to be the ones to do it i don't but i don't like the oh all parents are dumb and they don't understand what's going on trope i don't like 17 year olds doing adult things yeah you're not an adult yet even 18 19 now sit down yeah (laughs) like who's letting this small child lead the rebellion we don't you experience how old is katzis supposed to be in the books right how old does she look in the movies she's supposed to be 16 in the books question mark and then in the movies, yeah, she looks... 20. Jennifer Lawrence Five. is much older than... Yeah. 16. I feel like, because a lot of people have just seen the movies and they don't read the books, they're like, oh, yeah, like, Katniss is, like, 25 or something. Yeah. Or, like, young, tw- mid, early 20s, that's what yeah. I mean. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's just like, no, the character is supposed to be 16. Yeah. And is faking a romance to get out of dying. Yeah. So that way, people from the capital who experience privilege will give her things. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That is nice. Manipulating yeah. the system. Ooh. I uh, don't. I don't. I don't like gun characters. Yeah. Like sixteen-year-olds having to do things. Oh. Yeah, it's different if they're like the sibling, like a younger sibling to the main character. I think is kind of cute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dead parents. <laughs> That's your least favorite. <laughs> it's, it's annoying at this point. Yeah. Oh no, There's your always... parents are dead and your aunt is so mean to you. Yeah. Yeah. Get a better family. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't hard. There's one nice person. You just gotta find them. Are there any bad characters in books that you wish could be redeemed? Okay, reading that through now, I feel like they mean like a character that was written badly. Mm. That just occurred to me. But I put down characters that like come off bad. 
which is the family spirits and the mirror visitor. So there are like some number of arcs in the double digits in the teen, maybe 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all come off really cold and dissociated and attached. And like, they've been alive for hundreds of years. They've got a lot of trauma. So like, I don't blame you for putting everything into your hobby. Mm-hmm. But like, I wish we could see them happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially because uh, in the most... Well, in the third book, not the most recent, because the series is done. Um, the two family spirits you meet, or the main character meets, um, just seem to want to take advantage. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... And one of them is like, they're twins. And one of them, like the sister, has like a bigger head than she should. Like, they're just part portions of her body they are just off, proportions-wise. Yeah. And I feel like she's so bitter about it. And she's just like, mm. and it's just like, I really wanted to like you. Yeah. And that's what sucks, because I really want to like the family spirits, because they sound incredible. And like, if you could, if they, if they were capable of sitting down and talking to you, you could hear amazing things from them. Mm-hmm. But they're just bitter jerks who won't <laughs> look away from their telescope. Telescope. <laughs> one of them. One of them. She's like looking at the sky all day through her telescope. She's like, "Once there's a meteor shower, no one cares." <laughs> I'm trying to think. Bad characters. It's a really hard question because you're like, if a if a if a character is a, like on the is an antagonist, like, and they can be redeemed. Normally they are, mm-hmm. to some extent. Yeah. Or you, or they are, and you hate them still. Exactly. So I say we move on. Got I don't it. really have an answer. There was none. <laughs> Rose says there is none. none. Even mine were like they're not even the main antagonists. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like these are just characters I'm intrigued. Yeah. In. Um. How do you find new books to read? I use Goodreads, which is like a website you can use your Google or just your email to sign up and join. And you can read, like you can go through, search like your favorite genres or specific book titles or whatever. And you can read the synopsis and then you can also mark the books as to read. Or if you'd read them already, like you can mark the dates that you read them. Which I think is pretty neat. And that's kind of how I find books to read. I'm on there. And I go through my list that I've marked previously. And then go to Libby and (laughs) reserve the books. (laughs) That's how I do it. I go to Barnes Nobles. And I uh, look for titles because I'm very judgmental. (laughs) And then uh, I'll read the blurb. And uh, sometimes it's like... Maybe, maybe not. It's like just on the edge. And sometimes it can be really hard because as I said, you're like, oh look, it's the same thing. Yeah, I can be really hard. But what I also do is like I just specific authors. Mm-hmm. If you find an That's author that you thinking. really like, um just look for more of their stuff. 
That is legit what I was going to say. Like, do what I did with Marissa Meyer. <laughs> Don't know that this person exists until they've already come out with a full series and multiple other books. She was then fall in love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just find authors that you really enjoy and want to read more of their stuff. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on books that are turned into TV, so television series? And do you think they should stick to the original story? This isn't even a question. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think if it's done well. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, go for Shadow it. and Bone. Mm-hmm. Great example. Like... They stuck to it pretty well, like, and also, they just put so much effort into making it how it was, mm-hmm. and speeding up the books. I've heard the uh, Shadow and Bone series is a little slow, mm-hmm. so I know people who have watched the series who have read those books were like, "Oh, it's a bit more fast paced, which is nice." Yeah, it's nice, but like. If it's turned, it has to follow the original one. Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to hate it. <laughs> like that, people fell in love with the original story. So why would you change that when making it to a live action thing? Yeah, if you if you're not a bookworm and you ever ask someone who you know has read a, a series or something, you're like, oh, what do you think this is getting turned into this? Their first reaction is going to be no. Yeah, <laughs> because their first reaction is I'm about to watch. My the thing I hold dear get destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Short chapters and long chapters. We've had this debate. We did. There's a whole episode on this. There is. Basically, I can't decide. Yeah, me neither. I think we just went back and forth and we're like, yeah, both are great when they're used correct. If you correctly. if you do it properly, yeah. Either is preferable. Because mm-hmm. I know a book series that does long chapters. And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. But I know other series that is like ten, like short chapters. I'm like, yes, <laughs> exactly. It's just how you pace it and what the book. It's really a lot, but both. <laughs> mm-hmm. Book recommendations for those who are trying to get out of a reading slump. I have categorized mine. <laughs> I was like, I need. I can't just recommend one. I gotta, I gotta have some, like, where are we going? So I have some based off of different genres. Um, all fantasy, because that's all I read. <laughs> um, so I have, like, shorter books, which would be Songs of the Deep by Kelly Powell, which is, like, a slower book. As I said, I felt like I was watching Eleanor movie style in my head while reading the book. And then The Second Guard is by J.D. Vaughn. Uh, which is faster, but it's also kind of a younger book. Mm. But, like, I want to read it again. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. And it was... It's a fresher breath air. (laughs) (laughs) Put that in the bloopers. (laughs) It's... (laughs) It's a fresher breath air. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a brush, breath, uh, breath of fresh air. Yeah, it's that. It's a 
It's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> um, because they're young characters. Mm-hmm. And there's no romance. It's all just team. And that's really nice that it's just like, oh, it's the, it's the golden trio trope. But like, they all come together to like, to, to, uh, you know, stop the big bad. And then there's a really good twist at the end. But it's not like a twist you could write a second book off of. It's just like, ooh, lore, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. Um, and I would recommend for like a shorter fantasy. Those are both um, just one-off books, no series. For a series fantasy, though, <laughs> uh, these are finished series. Um, Six of Crows by Leigh Bardugo. Uh, the duology, because that's all I've read, but all of her books uh, are pretty good. Um, it's more fast-paced. Uh, I wouldn't say too action-packed, but like it has really comical moments in it because once again the characters are teenagers, so they have mm-hmm. a. Just if you haven't read them, um, my ghost won't associate with your ghost, <laughs> and that should intrigue you enough. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, so funny. Um, I'm gonna pay someone to pay someone to pay someone to pay someone to burn my money. Bless my cash. (laughs) Just the first few chapters. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, then I have A Giants and Ice by Selby Bouch. Um, which is also younger, but it's still fast paced. It's uh got like actual fairy tales, but like in real life. And it's kind of contemporary. It takes place in our world, but like makes things fantastical as well. I quite like it. Um, the Cruel Prince by Holly Black, which is faster and older for older readers. Because um, it does get like a little bit more adult, but like only a tiny bit, which is good. Um, and then for ongoing fantasy series, so like things that are still going, The Black Witch Chronicles by Laurie Forrest. Um, it's a pretty short series at the moment. The, other, the fourth book is coming out next year this year <laughs> um so yeah but it's really good really good world building really good characters uh good diversity um she's scaring me <laughs> um and then keeper of the lost cities because what is this if i don't mention Shannon messenger five million times because she's going on to like her ninth book mm. even though she has nine books but one of them is called eight and a half <laughs> And and they just get longer and longer and closer to a thousand pages. You're gonna do it, Lloyd Horst. You're gonna You're gonna do it. Shannon Messenger, you're gonna do it. <laughs> oh goodness. Alright. I was thinking while you were talking. And when I'm in a slump, I always need something that's really easy and doesn't require a lot of brain power. So I like to read like little graphic novels or like manga. So, like, Heartstopper is really good if you like uh, gay relationships or are, like, LGBTQ supportive. Um, Fruits Basket, which is just a great story. Love it. Go it's read it. It's got a good Go. aesthetic. It's, it has an aesthetic. It's... And you could also watch the TV show, which I think is an example of a very well done yeah. TV show of books. <laughs> And Snow White with the Red Hair. <gasps> I love that one so much. Yeah. I've been slowly reading through the books for it. So good. 
Yeah, so like little easy graphic novels that like you can read in one to two hours and then they're done. Um, the selection is like three or four books and they're like really easy to read. Um, Instructions for Dancing or really any other book by Nicola Yoon is just a little bit easier, but they have unique plots that draw you in and you want to keep reading. And these are all like your young adult. Um, have some romance elements in them. <laughs> some contemporary romance. Wonder why you like them. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder why I'm suggesting them. Well. <laughs> Um, what topics do you want to cover in the future? In the future. Ooh, we have wanted to talk about sex in books. <laughs> the, Rosa was specifically was like, um, because we wrote this down, we have a whole list of episode ideas. And Rose put in parentheses a specific number. <laughs> <laughs> that, that funny internet number. <laughs> As the episode number for when we will talk yeah. about. So if you want to count down. Yeah. <laughs> was that four months from now? Like, <laughs> four months. Shoot. That's actually real close. Close and yet it feels really far away. Because it's next year. And our guess. I know but like it could be farther. It could be. That's where my mind is. Like my mm. mind is, is like at this point it only gets closer. This is true. But I think that will be a very interesting episode. We'll have some things to talk about. Um, I think I also want to have more um, like deeper talks. Like we have that episode about relationships and how that really sets unrealistic expectations. I mm-hmm. want to do more episodes like that where we're just analyzing how what we read impacts like us as individuals mm-hmm. and our actions in real life what we expect from our lives i think i uh i want to do more episodes with writing which we have uh because uh i recently suggested that um i've got another one Mm -hmm. i'm really excited for the one where i have an episode i planned out uh and rose has no idea what's happening yeah so i'm excited for that I'm going to be excited for when you come up with one. You're like, ooh, let's... Yeah. I'm going to be like, I have no clue what's happening. No clue. Yeah. Favorite drink slash snack to enjoy while reading? This is a trick question. I don't eat our drink while I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have water there, but I don't have to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm scared to get anything out of my yeah. book. Because I, I have. And I will again. And I would rather not learn to hear a lesson. Yeah. Find me starving while I finish a book. Yeah. It's just hard to configure holding a book with one hand. Especially the thick book. Holding a I thick know. book with one hand is going to give you arthritis. Oh my gosh. I can remember that. I haven't read a physical book in a very long time. And I'm going to get back into it. Hopefully. Oh, so maybe. you're not familiar with the pain. I do know the pain, though. Because I have before. And like you saying that, I'm like, yeah, I can remember my hand I hurting, read, like, uh, trying to hold it with one hand. You're like, why, Cassandra Clare, have you burdened me? Oh, Cassandra Clare. Why? <laughs> Never hold Cassandra Clare books with one hand. No, 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 that's a two-hand two job. Hand job. <laughs> um, this final question is, uh, it's from my friend, Alyssa. So that's who she, she asked, who is your biggest fan? Dan which is our professor who we had in the fall semester 
or her, Alyssa. And I don't know either of you, but I'm going to cast my vote for Dan. Ooh! <laughs> Tea. Cast your vote for Dan. Dan, I've never met you. See, the, here's... <laughs> but I believe in you. Thanks, Dan. Um, I, I think... Does probably... he follow us on Instagram? I don't think he follows us on Instagram. Dan, up your game. <laughs> Do you hear this? Professor... I don't know your last name. Selhuchi? Selhuchi? Yeah. Get an Instagram. Go to We Booked It. It'll look like We Book Edit. Yeah. Hit follow. Hit follow. Your life will change. <laughs> yes. Every post needs a like on it. I want to comment. Yeah, every week. Mm-hmm. If you're going to... I've cast my vote on you. I put my faith and hope in you. <laughs> I need you to do this. Yeah. But I think my vote would be for Alyssa because if it weren't for her in every single class being like, well, Rose has a podcast. <laughs> she co-hosts a podcast. Co-host. Co-host. Yeah, then Dan wouldn't even know. So. I feel like Dan can outshine her. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm sorry, Alyssa. It's Nothing against you. <laughs> I just really want the professor to win. It'd be right. really funny to me. Okay. Also, the drama. The drama. The tea. You're causing a... You're stirring things up for my life. I'm gonna stir the them. pot. Gonna stir that pot, girl. <laughs> Halloween's over, know. but I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all the questions we have for the podcast. I want to thank... My friend and mother for spamming us. Yes, thank you. You're quite kind. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was like the best question. <laughs> and there are your answers. Yeah. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram at webookedit.com. It'll look like we book edit. We don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we feel free to always ask a question. Even if they're not, like, quite book or podcast related. Mm-hmm. We're semi-interesting people outside of the fact that we put our identity in those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, as, as for now, now, we, we gotta, gotta book, book it. it. Oh, finally, a good one. <laughs>